I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello there and welcome to another episode of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, aka Mobile Home Girl of adventuresofmobilehomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 47th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out the last episode where I talk about a scam alert on a certain mobile home investing guru and how you can watch my video commentary on the subject. You can check it out at www.adventuresofmobilehomes.com slash 46. So today, I'm going to talk about a subject that gets brought up a lot between investors, especially in the mobile home investing space. And that is the difference between rent-to-own transactions versus lease options when offering up your homes on the market to potential end buyers. Now, there's a lot of discussion and differing opinions on the subject among real estate investors alike. And I thought it'd be interesting to share with you a write-up that I did on the subject and my thoughts on this topic. Because, well, it's not the same thing. Doing a rent-to-own and a lease option are two completely different things when it comes to offering up your homes to end buyers as a mobile home investor. Unfortunately, some investors think it's the same thing. And honestly, it seems like there's a lot of misinformation going around the real estate investing space. So today, I'm going to talk about the write-up that I did on the subject, rent-to-own versus lease options, and some of the issues and concerns around the topic among real estate investors. I'll tell you why and where you can find my write-up on the subject if you'd like to check it out and what it's all about. But before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Rachel here. Have you enjoyed the show and podcast so far? Has it helped you with your own mobile home investing journey? And have you received value from it? If yes, then consider supporting the show. So, how can you show your support? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. The first thing you can do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, 
or anywhere else the podcast can be heard. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash podcast to see the sites and links where you can leave a review on. I'll be ever so grateful if you do. And you may even get a shout out and your review read right on the show just for doing it. Another thing you can do is support the show and buy me a coffee. If you know me, you know how much I love coffee. If you've gotten a lot of good information out of the podcast and it has helped you as a mobile home investor, I'd love your support. Now, in the future, I'll be giving shout outs to those who support me. So if you do, that may be you. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support for more information on how you can show your support. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support. And if you want to take it a step further and receive exclusive only content, consider being a member. On the support page there, you'll find info about how you can view exclusive content, including access to new videos and blog posts, a shout out in a future episode for your support, access to video replays on my past speaking engagements, if you haven't seen me speak yet, and more. Check out www.adventuresofmobilehomes.com slash support to find out more. Thanks so much for continuing to listen to the podcast and for your support. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. Why am I talking about this topic? What is it about rent-to-own versus lease options that real estate investors and mobile home investors concern themselves with? And why is this an issue in the first place? Well, I thought I'd touch upon this topic because I think it's important to cover it, especially because of the laws that are in place which we have nowadays, specifically the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank. Now, as a side note, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out episode 32 of the podcast all about these two laws, the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank. And if you're interested, I go into detail about lease options and how I structure my own deals in the following episode, episode 33, which covers my Dodd-Frank and Safe Act course, especially for mobile home investors. I'll be sure to link this up all in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Okay, so let's talk about rent-to-own and lease options. And why do investors do this instead of seller financing when they offer up their homes to potential end buyers. As a side note, Lonnie Scruggs, known as the godfather of mobile home investing, had a system that taught seller financing. 
So basically, what this means is that you offer up your mobile home for sale and you become the lender or the bank. So essentially, the buyer gives you a down payment and you receive monthly payments with interest as the investor until the home is paid off. Regarding the title, you transfer over the title to the end buyer and then put a lien against the home as a lender, just like a bank would do. Now, if the buyer defaults and doesn't pay you, then you'd have to take the home back and do a foreclosure and go through the court process that way. That's the way Lonnie did it, and other investors still do it that way, even to this day. But with the advent of the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank, which was not here during Lonnie's days, so he didn't have to deal with these new laws, as investors, we've had to change things up and get a bit creative. So the issue with doing things the way Lonnie did using seller financing is addressed in the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank podcast episode, which, again, I'll link up here in the show notes. So if you're going that route of using seller financing when offering your homes on the market for your own mobile home investing business, be sure to check out that episode. And for everyone else, let's talk about rent-to-own versus lease options and why you'd want to use these methods in the first place. Now, whether you use the rent-to-own option or the lease option route when offering up your homes for sale to end buyers as a mobile home investor, the general premise is that you do not put the title in the end buyer or buyer's name in the beginning, meaning from day one, like doing a seller financing deal, such as the ones Lonnie did with his own Lonnie deals. Instead, you're making a contract with the end buyer or buyers for them to purchase the home or have the option of purchasing the home in the future, depending on which route you take. Though you're not actively transferring the title to them or putting the home in their name until they pay off the home and what they owe to you. Now, there's a debate among investors on which route to go, whether it be doing a rent-to-own or a lease option when offering up your homes to end buyers. And I go over that debate in my write-up, including showing you evidence of what other investors have to say. So essentially, I'm giving you their perspectives and the data. As always, right from the horse's mouth. Now, different investors have different opinions on whether or not you should be using a rent-to-own or a lease option or both when structuring your deals and offering them up to end buyers. And in my write-up, you'll see the different sides of the issue, including what these investors have to say, depending on their stance on the subject. Now, in my write-up, I also go over the difference between rent-to-own versus lease options when it comes to structuring your deals and offering these types of transactions to end buyers. Because a rent-to-own is not the same as a lease option. 
So I go over this in my write-up as well as tell you the differences between them. And again, there are also different perspectives that I present from investors on their own beliefs on what these types of deals are and the differences between them, including how they would structure their own deals themselves and why. Because this is not an area to take lightly, especially with the advent of the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank. No longer can we, as mobile home investors, do deals like Lonnie did back in the old days, the way he structured his deals. Times have changed, and so have the laws. We just need to adapt and make sure we're compliant with these new laws. Yes, these deals can still be done, but how they can be done is different now than how it was back then. There's a certain way you have to structure these deals, and in some cases, other pieces of the puzzle that you need to bring in and make sure you have when you do these types of deals in order to comply with the laws, such as the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank. Because honestly, if you don't, the consequences can be harsh, which is why I recommend you look into the subject and check out the write-up that I did on this topic. Getting the knowledge first and making sure you're doing things right in compliance with the law is more important and better than to just go out there and start putting deals together without any knowledge at all. You must study these things first in order to be a successful real estate investor and then apply what you know and go from there. But you do need a foundation to begin with and that starts with having some knowledge on what you're learning about and need help on when structuring deals to offer these homes for sale to end buyers. Now, aside from what I've mentioned already, I also include in the write-up a state where it's very difficult and challenging to offer up these homes using both rent-to-own and lease option methods due to the types of laws put in place for this particular state. Unfortunately, these methods cannot be used in every single state, and it will depend on your area. So, I urge you to check out my write-up on the subject. Again, in the write-up, I talk about these different methods, rent-to-own versus lease options, and I talk about which method is recommended to use and why, including the differences between them meaning the pros and the cons of each. I offer tips on how to do it, and I also talk about how I personally structure my deals when offering up my own mobile homes in my inventory to end buyers. Again, you have to be very careful on how you structure your deals because of laws such as the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank which I also get into in the write-up. So there you have it. Information about my write-up on the differences between using a rent-to-own 
versus a lease option when it comes to offering up your homes to end buyers as a mobile home investor. Again, it's very important to make sure that you structure your deals correctly nowadays, especially with the advent of the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank. And I will link up the episode in the show notes that I did on the subject if you need more information about these two laws. Now, this write-up on rent-to-own versus lease options is available to members of my support page. And if you'd like to check it out, I'll link it up here in the show notes. So if you've enjoyed my podcast and want to access exclusive behind-the-scenes content like this, consider becoming a member of the support page. As a member, you'll receive access to these types of detailed posts and video and audio of my private podcast, where I go more into detail on specific topics within mobile home investing. Plus, you'll also get discounts to special events, and here's the kicker, discounts to my existing courses and classes, including a special extra discount to my Dodd-Frank and Safe Act course, especially for mobile home investors, just for members of my support page. So you definitely don't want to miss out on the special deal. Sign up as a member today. And if you're interested and would like to check out the support page, you can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support. Please consider becoming a member and showing your support. I really appreciate it. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode For all the links mentioned, you can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 47. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 47. Well, that's about it for now. Hoping you're all doing well with your family and your loved ones. And speaking of family and loved ones, If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, please be sure to share it with family and friends. And be sure to follow me and subscribe. And if you have some time, please write a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser if you've enjoyed the podcast. It really helps me to keep motivated and come up with more content to help you become a better mobile home investor. That's about it for now. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Happy investing!